Hello, beautiful gay beings. This is Paul Angelo here. Welcome again to a podcast about two different approaches, two different styles of dating. One where you lead with the heart and one where you lead with the mind. There are three styles. One style is to lead with the body, and that means with sex. The second style is to lead with the heart. And the third style is to lead with the mind. Now, there is a bonus fourth style, and that is the most advanced style that I've ever come across, and that's the existential methodology for dating where you lead with your beingness, with ontological ways of looking at yourself and others. I've learned this from Frank when we were together for many, many years. I finally understood that true, true, true love exists only in the space of ontological expression of love beingness. It's very difficult. There are many books written on the subject. It's, I think, the final frontier for all expressions of love. We're going to focus this discussion on the difference between the mind and the heart, because that is something that we can all do. And we can all shift from the sexual approach to dating. It doesn't work. We've tried it over the past 30 years. We know for sure this does not work. So don't waste your time on the sexual framework for love and dating and relationships. You will fail 100% guaranteed. How do we know this? Well, we all have tried it. We have exhausted that style and we know for sure it doesn't work. So now the question is what's next? And what's next is either the heart approach or the mind approach. And I'd like to recommend a mixture of both the heart and the mind. Not purely the mind, because then the mind is mostly concerned about the future and about your expectations, about the menu of ingredients that you check off that you want to see in another person. And then the heart is more about the present moment, about how you feel when you are next to someone. And a mixture of these two approaches is going to be a lot easier and a lot more productive. A lot of times we are guided by arousal. So this is the body. This is the sex. When we approach the mental and heart framework, the arousal is no longer there. And that may be very unusual for some of you. This may be a world that you have not tasted before because all the hookup apps, all the dating apps force you into the sexual menu, into the checklist of expectations. And the heart is actually not there at all. I've learned about the approach through the heart as I was learning about Sufism and practicing meditations and visiting Sufi zikr dances that awaken the heart. For a man, this is a very complex process because opening up a heart for a man seems like it's useless. That when a man lives his life through the heart, it's kind of pointless. Why bother? What are the benefits? And yet the benefits are extraordinary because a lot of the motivation, a lot of the internal 
processes about inspiration, about self-compassion, about self-respect, they don't originate in the mind. They originate in the heart. So if you have complex emotions of anxiety, depression, tension and stress and negativity, the way to heal from that is not through some kind of cognitive framework, which can work. There are some that can work. There is cognitive behavior therapy, dialectical therapies, commitment and acceptance therapies. The list goes on and on and on forever. There are so many different theories of the mind. There is a faster way to do this. And the faster way to do this is through the heart. And through closing your eyes and meditating and coming in touch with how you feel on the inside. This is how you can heal from a lot of the shame, humiliation that happens through sex. It's very difficult to heal from complex emotions if you're not listening to your heart. And that's why self-compassion, self-respect, a lot of processes that have to do with self-esteem, they originate with that emotional factory that is located inside your chest. And that's your heart. Not necessarily the mind. The mind is easy. All you got to do is hire a therapist and hire a coach and have some kind of framework and one, two, three, four, five kind of steps that you can quickly understand. And these are techniques. These are certain shortcuts. But if you want something that sticks, you want to approach yourself through your heart, through more subtle and more quiet processes of self-inquiry and self-discovery that always return to the bottom line, which is how you feel. And you can't access these feelings when you're always busy, 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 when you're always traveling, always on the go, always on the run. And many men are always on the go, always doing something, doing, doing, doing. And the sensations that come through the heart are suppressed, are not accessible. They are covered up. And so, returning to our discussion about the dating style, combining the mind with the heart is going to release you from the shackles of arousal-based dating, from the checklists that are creating an impossibility in the context of finding that lover. Because your checklist, your menu of expectations, comes from a fantasy world. Ask yourself, where do my expectations come from? Do they come from some kind of positive result that you produced in the past? No, in most cases, they come from fantasy worlds. They come from pornography. They come from conditioned ways of thinking about yourself and about your love life, about the choice for your lover. Most people have this false sense of deservingness, false sense of anticipation and hope that your lover should be better than you. In most cases, when you listen to your expectations, you'll quickly discover that most of the expectations describe a man who is better than you. Bigger penis, more money, more masculine, more higher achiever. That in our image, our lovers are always better than us in some way. 
Very rarely we can accept someone who struggles in some way or one way or another. Usually we choose someone to be much better, stronger than we are. So we are projecting something onto the image of our future lover. We are projecting our own insecurities indirectly. And that's a trap because that's not what love is about. Love is about loving, not about winning, not about reconstructing an image that we were conditioned to reconstruct through pornography, Hollywood movies, or what someone told you that you should look for in a lover. When you open up your heart, when you listen to how it feels to be around someone, you'll be surprised to see that you feel good around a wider range of men. Men who may not fit into your menu of expectations, but yet you still feel good around them. And this is why we are talking about this. Because we want this to grow. We want this good feeling to be the beginning of that adjustment of the kind of man that you want to invite into your life. So as opposed to listening to your mind and all the expectations, all the wants that have to do with the future, listen to your heart about how you feel when you're around different kinds of men. Don't listen to your arousal. Don't listen to your sexual needs. But instead, listen to your heart and make that the beginning. Because that will be real. Arousal is not real. It's temporal. It's only at a certain time of the day when you are horny, when you are in the space of sexual fantasy. And that is not a realistic model to rely on. But when you feel through the heart, that's real. That's legitimate. That's sustainable. Those feelings are going to have an impact on how you desire to connect with this person. Because there will be moments in your life when you're going to be struggling, when you're not going to be horny, when you're not going to be looking to have sex, but you're going to be in your true self. And the relationships and the connections and the men that respect your true self and the kind of choices where you recognize that you are respecting your true self, those are legitimate choices for lovers. Those are legitimate practices where you can take something from that and grow it into a long-term relationship, into marriage, into commitment and monogamy. Arousal takes you into the fantasy world. Your mind takes you into the future, but your heart keeps you at the present moment, keeps you in the actual experience of another man right here and right now. And so as we go into the future, we do want to have this combination of the heart and the mind because our lives are going to be in the future. So we don't want to reject the mind completely, but we want to have this 50-50. Some of it will be the heart. Some of it will be the mind. When you notice that the mind contradicts the heart, experiment by allowing the heart to win. Experiment by quieting down the arousal, quieting down the expectations and actually experiencing yourself with another man. 
there is a more advanced reason for this. And that has to do with the reality of life on Earth today. You don't have a guarantee that you're going to be around five years from now, ten years from now. There are all kinds of strange things that happen to people these days. And so if you are constantly waiting to meet your perfect lover because your mind tells you that he has to fit those 27 expectations, then you might never meet that person. And then every day that happens between now and 10 years from now is going to be a moment of waiting and hoping as opposed to actually loving through the heart and experiencing love right here and right now with the kind of men that are available right here and right now as opposed to in the future. So remember that arousal takes you into the fantasy world. Your mind takes you into the future. Your heart keeps you at the present moment. And this formula is very important because you want to feel love, you want to receive love and give love as much as possible in your life. And if you live in the fantasy world of sex and arousal, if you live in the future based on your mind, then you are actually not experiencing love at all, ever. And you wait that one day it will happen. But it's not going to happen. Because if it can't happen now, what makes you feel it's going to happen 10 years from now? So it becomes a trap of self-sabotage. When you wait, you anticipate but yet it never happens because you're approaching it with this constant futuristic perspective where everything is in the future, but nothing is right here, right now. And that's, my friends, a pattern of self-sabotage. You're actually protecting yourself from the experience of intimacy. We can say this is what happens when there's fear of intimacy right here, right now, but this fear of intimacy is so unconsciously present that we can't even call it out. But the way that we know it's there is when we recognize that the person has this never-ending futuristic perspective about relationships. That only if something happens, they can love. That they can't love right now. They can't receive love or give love right now. They will only love when there's arousal, or they will only love when some criteria is met. And perhaps those moments never happen, and the person dies without ever loving, without ever giving love or receiving love. And if you ask me, I don't think that kind of life is really the kind of life that gives you fulfillment. It's a life of a robot, not a human being. It's a life of a drone and not a human being. And so if you're a human being, give yourself the permission to experiment by shifting your perspective from the fantasy world and from the future to the present moment. Allow your heart to give you signs of something special, of a connection, independently of your expectations, independently of your arousal. And you can do this today. You can receive introductions on a monthly basis through our social program, the Biggie Family Social Program. These introductions can give you the opportunity to practice love right here and right now without waiting, 
without rejections, without ghosting, without disrespect. So what we're talking about here can happen for you immediately. Not next week, next month, next year, but right here and right now. You can give yourself permission to open up your heart. You can give yourself permission to temporarily try a different approach that we know is as valid as the other approaches. But you're not used to approaching men like this, so it may be a foreign territory, a foreign space. But I want to challenge you that if you give yourself permission to lead through the heart, miracles will happen. Miracles will happen because this is the place of an opportunity that you haven't tasted in your life. You are used to approaching men through arousal and through your mind and all the expectations. Most of you listening to this, you have not tried to approach men through the heart. And today, you can do this inside the Biggie Family Social Program and see for yourself that when you try it this way, it can bring a lot more healthy, loving relationships to your life than the style of the sexual fantasy or the style coming from the mind and all the hundreds of checklists and menu items that you want to check off to verify that someone is a good lover for you. Those approaches have been exhausted in our lives and the low-hanging fruit approach, which is the heart, is one where there is the greatest amount of opportunity to receive love and to give love. And that's what I'm inviting you to try inside our Big Gay Family social program. So visit the website biggayfamily.com and join us and discover a world of opportunity that's yet for you to discover. It's like discovering America in 1492 by Columbus. It's like a space, a territory, a world that's undiscovered. And here is your greatest opportunity for a total transformation of your personal life. Okay, my friends, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you are new to my channel, please subscribe so that we grow together. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in the future podcast. Talk to you soon. Take care.